This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Listen, I've never had caviar. I've never seen caviar. Shit, I've never been in a place where they would serve caviar. Yet even I know that caviar is fish eggs and not from a goddamn whale. Whales give actual birth, you fucking maniacs. Pete and Sebastian show. We are back. What's up, bro? I see you in your uh, khakis hanging out on video. You look good. Sebastian Maniscalco fuck, on top of his game and pandemic is just shutting it all down right now. I'm, bro, I'm like, I was listening to my stand up the other day, almost like like an 85-year-old in a nursing home who who's watching old baseball games when he used to play. It's like, what are we doing? I want to get back out there. You must be chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit. Uh, let's start All right. with um, Thursday night last week, 10.45 p.m. Okay. Creeping into bed. Uh, underwear. You know, I sleep in my underwear. As you should. You're a man. Pajamas. Come on, what are you, 85? <laughs> Dick Van Dyke wearing pajamas. What the fuck is that? The Dick Van Dyke Show. <laughs> oh, God. 129 on iTunes. <laughs> Dude, the whole thing is fucked up. All right. So, getting in. Yeah. And I... <laughs> I... <laughs> I hear a banging like somebody slammed the door, but it's in the house. And it's loud and it's nearby. All right. Scared. I go to Lana, what the fuck was that? She's like, I don't know. So I get out of bed. I take the crowbar. And I go and investigate. Now, 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 when you first hear that door close, and then you ask Lana, and then you don't hear anything after that, don't you think the bad guy knows you probably heard the door, so he's froze, hoping that you go back to bed, right? Right? Like, if you don't hear anything after that initial fucking bang, why are you even getting up? Because you, you know something might be out there. Hiding, right? Where'd you get a crowbar, bro? Under the bed? I don't know. I don't tell you where I got my weaponry, but I figured a crowbar for this occasion was appropriate. Crowbar in the bedroom. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, that's aggressive. Yeah, there was other things I could have grabbed, but. I figured this was 
was the appropriate tool. That's that's a death. Like, what do you base? Yeah, well, I mean, like, like, what would make you grab a different weapon, for example? Like, like a crowbar make you think that there's a intruder? Is what I'm asking. A, a human being intruder. There's a lot of things racing through my mind right now. All right. At this point. All right. I'll back off. All right. All right. Continue. So I'm going to do. And I'm only telling you this for sake of the story. But when you got a larger house for you to do a full uh, assessment of what's going on. It's 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Problems to have, baby. <laughs> I'm even proud. Of, even mine takes a good solid seven to eight, which I'm proud of. You know, old Victoria. I'm like halfway through. I forget I'm looking for the truth. I'm just proud of myself. <laughs> I'm like, look at all the square footage, baby. You did all right. You did. Oh, wait. Yeah, I forgot. We're looking for a bad guy. Focus. <laughs> You must be patting yourself on your back, walking from room to room, like, what the? Oh, yeah, I forgot I got a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah. God put so it this way. Yeah. During the assessment, I found two rooms I don't know how to <laughs> You're coming back to life. Good news, bad news. <laughs> Yeah. Good. Good news is no intruder band knows we got more decorating to do. I found two more down the, the left wing. Oh, shit. Oh, I found a new office. <laughs> All right. By the time you come back, Lana's like, forgot you were gone. That's how long it takes. Time I come back, I need a shower. I'm sweating, right? So I, I, uh, I go everywhere. Yeah. I even go outside and do a perimeter walk. Wow. Wow, that's that's aggressive. For a for a for a slamming sounding door. Did you even figure out what door door you heard? I hung a TV set up in the guest room and I thought it fell off the wall. That's what that's what this sounded like. But everything was intact. Alright. Alright, this must have been a loud noise for you to go outside. Actually, I could send it to you now. The sound, if you wanna, if you wanna hear what I heard. Yes. What the fuck was that? I heard that, dude. That's pretty loud. That was a that was a thud, man. Could have been a. I, I, in the middle of the night, I might even think that might have been a gunshot. It sounded like somebody fell out of a helicopter and landed on my roof. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. We'll get back to this. I think I might have solved it. Oh, we had a Sherlock Holmes moment right here. I think I might have solved this. Hold on. All right. All right. What do you got? Let me take you let me take you through the story. All right. I come back, I lay in bed, I go. I couldn't find anything. I don't know what the hell this thing is. Yeah. And at the same time, we look at each other and we say, Ghost? What do you think of that? Uh, If that's uh, nothing. You don't even think? No. 
the place might be haunted. No. 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 What do you mean? What do you mean, no? If, if that's where this whole thing is going, that you and Lana determined that you have a ghost living with you, <clears throat> then I'm going to sip my coffee. You can tell the listeners the rest of this fantasy. And just give me, <laughs> give me a thumbs up and I'll come back in when you're done. All right? Even though I chickened out at that uh, fucking old prison in Pennsylvania. That's... that's Listen, that was because I got a wife and kids, man. I couldn't bring spirits back just in case you're right. But it, come on. In L.A., up in where you are, there's, there's no ghosts. Go ahead. By the way, what kind of noise? What was a thud? Ghosts don't do thuds. I don't know what ghosts do. All right. All right. <laughs> so I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what they do. So, they, could, they could be slamming a door. So, and, then just, and then just floating through the house. I, don't I, know. I, didn't, I thought they couldn't pick stuff up and drop it. You know what I mean? Like they can't. Oh, do, I, why not? Well, because the, everything goes through their hand. They couldn't go through walls, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking saying, bro? Don't you, you watch a movie? Come on. So, Come on, so watch it. You, you, you ever see the chair go from one end to the other? Oh, they do that chair, that chair move. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How, how does that happen? All right, all right. Yeah, they can make things move. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so, what should do you have? A, that's your discovery, or is it? Please tell me you investigate. All right, thank God. Doc, this thing back in reality. So now, stalking <clears throat> my lawyer the next day, and I start telling the story, and he goes, uh, "I got a guy." That will come over and get rid of the spirits in the house, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's. This is your lawyer. He don't even go, hey, guy, you got to go jogging. I know there's a pandemic. (laughs) Get out there. Mingle with some human beings. No, he he goes, I got a card with a fucking Ghostbuster. Oh, shit. Oh, God. All right, all right. So please tell me you hired this guy. I gave him a call. <laughs> well, no, I, I got the information. I hadn't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah. But I waited the next night to see if it happened again around the same time, and it didn't happen. Normally it happens, from what I understand, in yeah. ghost world. It happens around the same time every night, Right. That's right. what I understand. And this is a complete side note. Okay. And I ha- I have to address this on the cast. Yeah. Because last week, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. Oh. Wow, well, no. thanks. <laughs> I saw that. Okay. Now you know, as I was saying that, and I'm not making excuses, but as I was saying that, I'm thinking to myself, is this even right? Like, am I even right. telling the right story <laughs> about where this shit came from? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I just, it's subconsciously, in the back of my head, I'm like, this don't sound right, but I'm going with it. <laughs> right. So, for those of you that didn't listen last week, I claimed, uh, with conviction, I uh, might might add, I, that I, I bought it. 
the sad thing is that you didn't even go, that ain't right. Well, you guys, because you got a little hot with me. I go, so uh, is a beluga a whale? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. So I didn't know you knew your whales. That's what I said. I spent uh, half the day apologizing to people for a lack of brain function between the two of us. <laughs> right? I don't want him listening to the show for the wrong reason, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like I said, uh, yeah. man, you don't come here for facts. No. This shit is just, just it's its half of it's made up. We don't know what we're talking about. But I said that caviar, beluga caviar, came from the beluga whale. Just any fish egg. It's whale eggs. Whale? Get the whale eggs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I got ripped to shreds on Twitter, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got, yeah. I got, I got a little myself for uh, what do they call it? Enabling. Cop <laughs> <laughs> going, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, so ghosting it up here. But on this cast, about ten minutes ago, I realized what I think that sound was. And I have to correlate this with the timing of when this other thing happened. My gardener found another hawk dead on the property. Right? Uh, Unbelievable. Did, right? I, 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 I literally got in my notes... Three dead birds, because I've got birds dying on my property. This is the first you mentioned it. This is fucking unbelievable, bro. Continue. What's going on? Wait, 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 wait. Did I tell you the story about the no, first No, no. I didn't tell you that. No, you just said another oh. hawk. I didn't even know there was a dead hawk on the property to begin with. Five weeks in the pandemic, uh-huh. there was a hawk dead on my tennis court. Wow. All right? Wow, uh, this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Your fucking stories. A lot of Romeo caviar. Hey, funny when you walk through your house and it takes 45 minutes. There was a dead hawk <laughs> on my tennis court. Well earned, bro. Keep fucking saying it's, it's real life. It's what you got going on. I love it, man. Uh, it's real life what's going on. And all this might come to an end if this pandemic <laughs> continues. Because. I might be moving back into the place that I that I moved into when I first came out here in '98. Well, before that happens, what I need to know is: Did you notice the dead hawk on the tennis court, or were you going to go play tennis and then you noticed it? The first time I was told about it. Okay. Uh, and uh, this, the guy that kind of does the, runs the house a little bit. He just kind of like a house house houseman, I guess you'd call him. Yeah. He call. He, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's I mean, into I mean, your I mean, life, bro. Fucking <laughs> okay, come on! Don't even sweaty. Fucking worked hard for that shit. Let's go. There's a guy well, who takes care of the property. It's a big property. Yeah. He told you there's a dead he, hawk on fucking tennis court. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do with the fuck? Did you so, guys try to figure out how it died and shit? Well, I thought it had eaten some poison along the way and just fell out of the sky. Uh, That's what I thought. All right. All right. All right. He had scooped up 
the the hawk and disposed of it. Uh, the second hawk was last week. And I'm like, why are these hawks keep dying? And I realized as I was looking around my tennis court, there's glass. They're banging their head on the glass. They're flying right into the glass. They they don't know. Oh, right? Because wow. I look at the glass and there is feathers. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that boom was the hawk hitting the glass? Probably was, man. It probably was. Wow. Do you 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 don't have a camera on the tennis courts at all time? I do. I just put one in. Wow. Oh, I gotta do some investigating. Well, don't you think like? Well, maybe <laughs> I'll say it if you're not gonna say it. Shouldn't you pause the show and go put like a black blanket over the fucking glass until? You can do something about it so no more hawks die. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to save you protesters on the end of the driveway. Are you getting to that? Well, we, we're thinking of eliminating the glass. I mean, it takes a while to, to have this done. <laughs> I just don't want to wake up every morning and have a fucking... The whole tennis court, I got to scoop up eight birds because they don't know... <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta put some orange duct tape over it in the meantime with just an X. <clears throat> Do you think they could spot that if they were going down and they're like, oh, no, that's clear? And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, it, it, there's one thing to be said for it. It is instant. That's nice. You know what I mean? It's like, you know. I don't know how how fast they're traveling when they hit this damn thing that they're dying, right? I mean, I had a bird growing up. It was a parakeet, and we had in our in our front room we had a uh, floor to ceiling covered wall with a mirror, and that bird would go right into the mirror, boom! Right, hit his beak. His beak would be bleeding, oh. but he didn't die. Oh yeah. So, uh, this thing must be coming in at about eighty miles, right. eighty miles an hour. And if, and if he's coming down low, it's probably because he's eyeballing a mouse or a squirrel or something. So, you know, he, not only is he coming low now, he's already made a decision that there's nothing in the area. So now his eyes are locked on the ground. He ain't even looking. Well, yeah. Another another part to the story. All right. Next morning, dead rat on the on on my in my backyard, just laying there. Oh, dead rat. Oh yeah, that's that was that he dropped it, that one when he hit. You think he, you think he dropped it? I one hundred percent. Wasn't even near where he was though. I'm just wondering, bro, why I got all this death on my property. I got snakes. Now, now I found out I got gophers. Did I tell you this? No, no. So the gardener goes, you got gophers going through your lawn like it's, there's a lot of them. They're, they're screwing up the soil. So if you know anything about gophers, 
they come through the lawn and they they, they almost churn the soil so you look like yeah. it's like little tunnels. Yeah. And uh the guy gave me an estimate four hundred and fifty dollars to smoke them out of the holes, right? And then <laughs> I knew I was on to it. I got you. Got to tell me how he does it, because I remember I was doing it with the smoke bombs. <laughs> Are you gonna pay it? You... Yeah. Well, if you remember correctly, I had a snake on the property about five weeks ago. It's called a gopher snake, and right. they told me it's good to have this thing on the property because it kills gophers. They removed the gopher snake. Apparently, word got out in the gopher community that the snake has been removed from my property, and they basically called in everybody that said, the snake's gone. Get over here. It's 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 a field day over here. Oh, right? man. So when you sent me the video of the guy putting the gopher snake in the bag, here we are acting like he's some macho hero. Meanwhile, he's walking away whispering to his buddy, I got a gopher problem on my property. <laughs> this is going to be fantastic. And like you said, now it's like, ah, here we go. It's like walls down. Come on, bring your family. Holy <laughs> so, shit! So I got, I got thirty-eight gophers running through the through the property, uh, you know, and then they know that the gopher snake is gone, and they got free range. Now I said four fifty for the for the smoke bomb. I said fuck for hundred fifty. Bring back the snake. Right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely, man. You know, give me give me three or more of the gopher snakes. I'll have them take care of the problem. Bro, your property is a gopher utopia because any other gophers, <laughs> when they get the news, they still go, ah, you're up on the mountain, the hill there. It's still not safe with the hawks. And they go, no, no, here's the kicker. The hawks are just dying in the air. <laughs> Mid-flight, they're all just drop and they're dropping food. Yeah. So, what do you mean the hawks? Yeah, now we can't even explain it. They just fly by right before they get us. They just die. <laughs> oh, my God. The thing is, it's such a yin-yang thing where you are. You know, it's like, okay, I got to have gopher snakes because gopher snakes get rid of the gophers. But the reality is I'd rather have gophers that don't fuck up the lawn than snakes at all, right? If the gophers would just behave themselves and keep that shit underground, I'd prefer to see a gopher once in a while instead of a fucking three-foot snake, right? Oh, ain't it good to have around? What ain't it good to have around? I don't want any of this shit around, man. Where's the one-stop shopping guy, right? Where's the one guy who comes and goes, listen, anything that's human being that's not human will be dead within a 300-yard radius in 45 minutes. <laughs> now you're talking a language I could understand. What are we doing about uh, airborne? Don't worry. We're going to go higher with the glass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm with you. I tried to smoke out my chipmunks. Now, bro, this is what's so weird, right? We don't have the kind of minds where, like, okay, two days ago or three days ago, I go out back and there's a dead bird. And uh, I go in, I get Sadie, and we come out to investigate. Maybe a cat got it, we're not sure. Jackie goes, you know, they hit the windows, like you said. They hit our windows and stuff. I'm like, yeah, we're in the back. There's no window back here. Next yeah. next day, dead baby bird, no more than three weeks old, right on my driveway. It was. It, it felt like a message, you know? And we got a cat in the neighborhood that's like, Fucking, we call him Stoneface Killer because sometimes I catch him up in my tree. I hear all the birds chirping, 
and he's trying to get at the baby birds up there. So I was thinking maybe it was him, but come to find out they were gone with the cat on a little bit of a vacation, so it's not that. Then yesterday, cracked open egg, baby bird still in the shell, right? And like, and then you're telling me yours. This is the part in a movie where the guy goes, what's going on here? You know, and then like the movie kicks in. Not me and you. I don't know what you're doing. I'm taking these. The neighbors still haven't moved in yet next door. I'm throwing the dead birds in their backyard. By the time they move in, there's going to be 42 fucking dead birds back there. Right? And I'm still not going to go, hey, geez, I wonder if that Wuhan's gotten into the birds or something. <laughs> Nothing. I just throw them in the neighbor's yard and go about my fucking day. I'm wearing the damn mask. I'm wearing the mask. Everybody, I'm wearing it now. I just want to say officially. But can we all just... Pump the brakes on the idea that if everyone wears a mask, this thing's going to go away. All right? It's just something you all want to get pissed off about something, so it's the mask. All right? So everybody yeah. put the mask on, and then you'll see the shit ain't going away, and maybe you'll tone it down with the mask. What? Just put it on! Anyway, bro, I don't know what you're going to do. It sounds like you either got to get used to living the wildlife type life, or uh, you're going to have to... Uh, you're going to have to do a mass gas out of the whole out of property. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I like your idea, bringing that guy one-stop shop. He goes, listen, for, for eight grand, I'm not only going to get rid of anything that's crawling or flying, but insects, too. I had to buy them that, that mosquito thing that, that was my prop for the, for the Zoom. Yeah. Cause I'm I'm getting eaten alive at night with my wife as we're drinking wine. I'm getting my ankle snipped at. Oh shit! I don't get bit. I'm surprised you do. Italians, we give off a chemical that the mosquitoes they don't they don't bite us, man. Oh, no, no. I got a, I got the reverse, bro. I've been hiking with Lana. I'm telling you, I go on a hike within three or four minutes. Oh. I give a swarm of like uh, it's like a it's like a. I don't know. One of the, you ever get one of those bugs that just kind of live around your face, and yeah. they're just doing a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of head movement. <laughs> I got about nine of those swirling around my head as I'm hiking. I look at Lana; she's clean, nothing swimming around her head. I must be giving off a fucking Italian Sicilian blend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those those <laughs> bugs you're talking about. I know what you're saying. They don't even really bite. They're always just like hovering, saying, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, right? So, like, <laughs> from a scientific standpoint, what are they doing? Like, what are they getting out of being in our face right there? You know? <laughs> are they nipping and we don't feel it? Because it just, it just feels like they're going, oh, yeah, we'll fuck them with them. Oh, yeah, they're going to get the fuck out of here. They're going to get the fuck out, right? <laughs> That's what I feel. I mean, when I get bit, I get it. You're eating me. But that shit... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Going like that all fucking. <laughs> I hate that. I don't shit. know. I don't know if they're sniffing the perfume or the cologne or the hair products, and they're just, oh. they're just oh. getting high from it. Oh. I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're doing. But my question to you: If you got one of these things right yeah. all around you, and yeah, let's yeah. say you 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 clap it yeah. and you kill it in your hands, right? Yeah. Do you think another one just comes by automatically, or is once you kill one, you don't really see another one. I'm just trying to figure out no. if they send one, they go, Freddie, go go <laughs> by his face, right? 
And then they're looking. He's like, yeah, Freddie's got him. And they're like, oh, shit, Freddie got killed. Send out send out Johnny. Let Johnny go. It's amazing, right? They don't seem to have that capacity at all. You ever just see two ants crawling together? You kill one. The other one just like, it just doesn't even stop walking. It's like nothing. It's very odd. You know, I don't know. You don't think the other ant looks and goes, Oh man, what the hell happened to him? Like, where'd that come from? You don't. There's not. There's none of that. No, I don't. I even with the with the, the we have a bird nest above our porch. Every year, the lady puts the birds in there. The robin puts up lays her eggs, right? And there's three baby birds, and we'll climb on the ladder and look down at them. And we and she comes every morning and gives them the worms. We watch it through the window. I said to Jack, if we took all these baby birds out so when she came back from a feed and they're not here i go you think she's just gonna like sit in the nest and weep and shit like (laughs) (laughs) and jackie's like no she'll just fly away like you know she'll just fly away go i go then why doesn't she just fucking fly away now like like (laughs) you know what i mean i don't get it the animals get sad like i know they say elephants doing shit but (laughs) yeah by the way, let's get back to the Nets. You're going into the woods with Cologne guy? What? Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Let's say the night before. Yeah. I put a little cologne on. I go okay. to sleep, wake up. Yeah. Gonna work. I'm gonna go to work out in. I just put on some workout clothes, and I still have remnants. Yeah. From last oh, night's yeah. cologne. I lingering around my neck, Fair right? Enough. That's I, what that's what they're smelling. You got it. You, you probably have about four hundred and seventy-two dollars worth of beauty products. <laughs> at some point, like you're right, because I I could I go with deodorant. I could two, two day, like the next day go. Oh, I forgot to put it on. You know that day I do a reach in. There's still dangling pieces connected, <laughs> like air fresheners. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you could get away with three four days. So, yeah, there's a lot for the bugs to get in on us, bro. Yeah, man. There's a lot going on with me when I go on a hike. There's a lot of there's a lot of scent. Uh, actually, I think they could find me if I got lost in the forest just by the scent alone. You know, like sometimes they say, oh, there's a hiker that's that's been missing for three days. I feel as soon as I go missing and they let the dogs loose, <laughs> within 13 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the dog don't even run out looking for you. He just looks at the boss barking like he's by the river. <laughs> he just follow followed you. What was it, the Aramis, bro? I don't want. I don't want to insult you. Is that a cologne that a man would wear? I, uh, I, yeah, I think that's an older cologne. I got right now. I'm using an Izzy Miyake. Nice. It's a beautiful. It's an older one too. I used to wear it in '99. Actually, it used to be my go-to scent. Beautiful. I got. Uh, I, I gotta get a cologne. Every. I don't even. I. I gotta get it. It's a little dab. Yeah. I mean, you need something just under the ear. Yeah. Oh. You know, right, right here. Just give it a little pop right here, and right here, and you're ready to go. Oh, but yeah, you're putting it right in the wheelhouse of the bugs, though, man. That's where they love it. Right up in there, man. <laughs> oh shit. And now, sleeping with Sebastian. So do you have, like, let's say if Lana and I came over to spend the weekend, do you have a room where we could stay that has a bed in it? Um, 
Yes. Well, I have two options. One, I have a, a pull-out couch that is has a bed for two people, and I make it. I made sure. I even did a sleep on it one night after I bought it, and I put a piece of wood under it that you wouldn't know was there that makes it firm. Or I can go with these other two uh, beds that are metal that I uh, hit the bar and they pop up. But yeah, no air mattresses, but no, not a permanent bed with a bed frame. Not that. Okay. So we have a couple rooms that we want to set up as quote unquote guest rooms. Right. My question to you is... Do you put in the guest room the bed that you like to sleep on? Or do you totally go, let's say I like a firm mattress. Yeah. Do I go with a soft or a medium? Or do I go with a firm in all the guest rooms because that's what I like? What's your take on providing sleeping arrangements for a guest and getting a bed, what, wow. where do you, what way do you go? Wow, wow, man! I mean, that's exciting that I can literally <laughs> give my bed what preference I want if I'm staying over. Like you go, by the way, before you and Jackie get here, you like firm or soft mattress? <laughs> that is well, that's class. what I'm doing. I'm taking a survey of people that might spend the night or two or three at my house. Yeah. And getting a collective uh, analysis of what people like. So let's say I ask 10 people, I get seven firm and three soft. I'm going seven because that's the majority, you know, the people that yeah. like soft. Yeah. However, yeah. came up with this wrinkle. What if, what if you came over and I go, what kind of type of mattress you like? And you go, firm. And I go, all right, let me take you to the room that has the firm mattress. What if I, I, I need three beds. What if I do a firm, medium, and soft and give people the option of where they want to stay? Are all rooms equal with an equal view? Because if one room has a killer view, but it doesn't have the level mattress I want, I'd rather sleep on a level I don't normally sleep on to have a view I don't normally have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So you would go with, you would sacrifice comfort of sleep for aesthetics when it comes to the view. Yeah, I mean, if you're given a choice, I would prefer just a walkthrough show of all three rooms and and each room tell me what kind of bed it has among it. And then we'll come out and you go, by the way, you can have any one of those three rooms. And then I'm like, wow, you know, as opposed to I go, I like a firm mattress. And then you start going downstairs. I'm looking at Jackie. Oh, fuck. We're in the basement. I should have said soft. <laughs> I should have said soft. <laughs> well... If I came to your house and out of those two bed options, would you give me the options or would you just tell me where I'm sleeping? I'd call you ahead of time. It's in the same room. I get I'm good. I'd get the fucking couch out of there. Just won't even bro. Uh more importantly, it would both all be in the same room. Uh but I could keep the couch and bring up the other two things. But you'd have your own bathroom. Um which is just, you know. So even if I said, Hey, I have a 
a bet you might like a little more, but it's down the hall for me, Jack and Sadie. You might bump into one of us in the middle of the night <laughs> taking a piss. You, you go, bro. I'll sleep in my fucking rental car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! So, so but all things, we, yeah, I, I think that's a incredible touch. What about just getting one of those adjustables for every bed? Uh, I don't. We had a bed, and I forget what it was. This is when I first started dating Lana. It was one of those beds where it moves like your half. If you wanted to go on an incline. Your bed would go on, and she'd be sleeping flat. You know, it was one of those yeah. adjustables, yeah. which I didn't really care for. Uh, right now, I called the guy over at the uh, mattress store, and uh, there are so many options now with mattresses and brands, and I'm asking the guy over the phone. I go, what would you... Because this is... <laughs> This is in Orange County. I ain't going to a mattress store during COVID and rolling around on beds, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I told him, I go, this is what we bought last time we were in there. <laughs> I go, what do you got? He goes, yeah, we don't make that model, but the, the model we make that's, that's replacing that's a really good bed. And I go, well, I don't want to get the level bed that I sleep on. I don't want to give that bed to the guest. I think it's a little, because it's more expensive. It's like almost double. So I'm not going to buy a bed and let it sit there for 360 days out of the year. You know, I, I'd rather get a nice, comfortable bed that you could sleep on, but nothing like yeah, crazy. Of course. So this guy's going through the whole thing. And I'm like one of these guys that saves the receipts. So when I bought my bed in 2016, yeah. it was 3600. All right. The bed now, he quoted me, it's 4500. I go, "Guy, is a markup of a gr- I mean, I know there's price inflation." Yeah. But this bed went up a $1000. He goes, "Yeah, man, these beds go up, you know, it's like it's like crazy the amount of money these beds go up for." But I'm going to give you my deal. Since you <laughs> since since you saved your receipt, <laughs> I remember what I charged you last time. I'll give you my deal. <laughs> so he's, he he threw me with the I'm going to give you my, the Fourth of July discount. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> in his head he's like, oh, thank God there's a holiday coming up. I I was ri- I'm riffing this. I'm riffing this whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh God. So he gave me the discount. I ended up getting two beds. Yeah. One firm, one soft. Nice. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put because I got Fourth of July, we're doing a we're doing a party here for myself, uh, the fourth of July and my mother's seventy fifth. And I got no beds for these people to stay tonight. Did you pass out? No, I dropped my pen. <laughs> wow. Your mom's 75th. Fantastic. By the way, I was going to say when you were done saying that, you should just get the best bed that your mom wants and then any other guest. You, they could be like, oh, I like my mattress firm. That's a soft one. You go, well, you know, I got it soft because when my mom stays here, she likes it soft. So, yeah, you can yeah. Well, I asked, I asked her already. I, I got, I got, uh, 
But no matter what I get my mom, she's going to complain. Hey, no, no, that's not as soft as I thought it would be. I'm going to get one of that. Oh, really? <laughs> Are you going to have a fireworks display or is everyone just going to sit around and watch the Hawks crash land all afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping there's fireworks where we live. This is the first 4th of July that I'm spending here at the house, so I'm hopefully in the backyard we could see some some fireworks go off. If not, you know, I'm just going to get some sparklers for the kids. So you mean fireworks in the distance, obviously, not anywhere near where you are because of the fire situation, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, like normally, uh, you can some see of the studios. Yeah. yeah, some of the studios. Uh, but I mean, I, with this COVID, I don't even know if people are doing fireworks. Like, where's the firework display in Fredonia? Cool, man. It's in my driveway, bro. I already went uh, to the tent, uh, Indian reservation, and got my, my stuff, man. It's got $35 worth of stuff. Already, that's a problem, though. I'm so white trash. When you get your fireworks too far in advance, can't help it like uh you know me and sadie been lighting that shit off randomly at 9 30 in the morning jack is yelling out the window <laughs> you can have nothing left they don't fucking worry about it so we gotta see what this shit does mom so well actually <laughs> so, what what did you what do you get like what's the what kind of fireworks do you get? I keep it. My the kid's seven, you know? So even like the main display I buy is $25 and the box says driveway show. So, you know, right away it's telling you this, you know, this shit's not going to get too nuts. Um, I have a buddy I told you about has this July 3rd party by us on the lake. We light a big bonfire or he does awesome. And he goes out and him and his friends buy like, giant all these fireworks and they light them all off so i've come to know what's what they they get the big shit all the shit i get is like nothing that scares kids too much but gets pretty it gets pretty up there some rockets some you know no no loud noises though no like m80s and shit do you get that one that you light and it goes and it spins yeah it's got like I used to be able to nail that to a tree or something sometimes, right? And it would spin. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, you my talking group about? didn't didn't do, didn't nail anything to a tree. It was just you lit it, and literally it spins around and it shoots like different colors out of it. This might be a little bit more advanced nah, nah, than nah. the dr- the the driveway show. Yeah. But when you go, I never even been to a fireworks store. What? sections do they have do they have driveway and then do they have lake and do they have white house uh like, well wh- you, you you could see size wise by the way I, i'm really not appreciating your response to my driveway show it's a little bit bigger than your little uh, whistle thing there that you're talking about we get some shit going bro it gets up there roman candles uh, okay so yeah no this this ain't uh this is a little bit more advanced i thought this was kind of like snakes and snaps and, and sparkle. Oh my god! No, I mean on low end. On low end is I do hand out. I do hand out the little white fucking snaps before we start, just to keep the kids occupied before I get going. But yeah, no, this is this is enough that if a cop came by, I'd be like, blow out the candle. Let's let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. <laughs> let's wait right. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, all right? I told you last week about damaging the Tahoe. So I, I take it to a collision guy who comes highly recommended, right? 
Very nice guy. I'm just talking here for the fun of the cast. Very nice guy. It's going to cost me 11 hunch to get everything fixed. The door's got to be repainted, the whole nine yards, right? Saying, no problem, let's set it up. I come home with the estimate, and I notice at the bottom of the receipt, it says, Jesus is our Lord and the Savior, right? It's on, it's on every page when you flip. He's got that at the bottom, right? Nah. Now, I know that, uh, you know, uh, you know the family, you know, they're in church and stuff like that, and I get that. Now, two questions. One, if you're not Catholic, right, are you like, yo, I don't need this on my receipt? Even like, let's say he was like hypothetically Muslim or something, and it said, praise to Allah, you know? Like, you know, do I go, hey, I don't I don't need getting audited by the IRS and it says praise to Allah on my fucking <laughs> body collision on my towel. <laughs> uh. It's just not my religion, right? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Is that a little aggressive, well, putting your religious well, uh, motto on the receipt? <laughs> you... <laughs> well, even though you're Catholic, did you take offense to it? I'm bringing it up to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's keep church in church, guy, or your bumper sticker, not on my receipt for the collision damage. I think that's a little aggressive to be putting, uh, you know, religious statements on receipts and you're doing business with people. Oh. Although it's, the, you know, I don't know, something tells me, here, here, I'll throw this one at you. Probably my don't second you, question. What? It's probably going to be my second question. Bring it up. Don't you feel when you read that that it was an honest estimate? That's it, what he wants me to feel, bro. That's why he looks at his assistant and goes, Wow, Tommy, that's four hundred over what it really is. Just stamp the Jesus is all Lord in prayer at the bottom of the fucking receipt. I'll tighten it right up. <laughs> Do you think do you think anybody looks at this shit? Honest to God, do you think that people can take the receipt and go, babe, get over it. Look at this the fucking Lord Jesus Christ is on the receipt. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if I spend enough, do I get a Bible on the way out too, guy? What's going on here? I just... So, so uh, but that's what... Uh, to your point, bro, I feel... At first, I thought, you know what? That's that's an honest man right there. I know this must be the course for an honest, honest job. But then, you know, about a half hour later, I'm like, wait a minute. You can pull the wool over my eyes only a handful of times throughout the course of this cast. Well, what if you did do a callback and go, you know what? I've been looking at this. 1100 seems a little high, right? Yeah, yeah. And, well, and he comes back and and he goes, Pete, you, you honestly think I would, would charge you extra when the Lord is watching us? Oh, man. <laughs> I, that would make me feel bad for even questioning it to begin <laughs> with, you know? <laughs> so, well, this is interesting because I'm looking at the receipt and one of the things it says for the logo that says Tahoe, the lettering, T-A-H-O-E, got to get that taken off and is going to get a brand new one off for like $79. So Jackie comes in from looking at the Tahoe and she goes, only the T was a little scratched, Pete, and I just wiped it. I buffed it right out. We don't need the new Tahoe lettering. That's fine. 
So I call. I don't get him. I get someone who works for him. I go, yeah, it's Pete Guerrero. You got the Tahoe. Uh, we're going to do – because they're not working on it yet. They got to wait for the parts to come in. So I go, listen, can you, I don't need the Tahoe lettering. Turns out we were able to wipe that right out, so the lettering's fine. And the person goes, no problem. And I go, all right, great, thanks. The guy calls back 10 minutes later, and very nicely, he goes, yeah, I know the Tahoe lettering is fine, but when I paint the car door, I got to take the Tahoe lettering off to paint the car door properly, and you just can't get those off without cracking them, you know? So... And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, then absolutely, absolutely. Then you go ahead and get the Tahoe logo. Of course, of course, of course, you know, so. Uh, well, I, what, I, what do you think of that? I mean, do you think they really crack? Or if this guy was careful, he could put, pull it off and put it back on, no problem. That's, bro, I, it's like like minds. It's unbelievable because in my head, I'm like, if I was talking to an Italian guy, I'd be like, well, guy, isn't it your job to get the fucking Tahoe lettering off without cracking it? I mean, you know, or why don't you go for it and maybe you'll get it off without cracking it. And if you don't, then we order it. But let's, you know, let's try and get. But when you're dealing with someone who puts Lord and Jesus Savior at the bottom of the receipt, you can't help thinking, yeah, I can't be uh, aggressive with this guy. He's practically a priest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, you bring up a good point here, and it's, it's, it's kind of going to segue into, and I wasn't going to bring this up, but I might as well since we're talking about business and transactions and what yeah. have you. So I'm trying to sell a, a home, the home that we lived in prior to this home. Uh-huh. It's been on it's been on the market uh for a good 6 months. Uh the real estate agent that we had selling it, uh nice guy and all. I just don't think that this is a priority for him. Oh wow. Uh you want to get on? You might want to pop on here. Just uh, right here. Hey, how are you? I can only faintly hear because. Oh, he, she can't hear you because you're in the you're in the. But look look at this the protein shake delivered right up to the cast. Wow. Straw oh, options. Wow. Beautiful. The Nutri Bullet was broken in the making of this. Oh gosh, I can't believe you go with a Nutri Bullet. Is that the little the, the... All right. What, it broke? All right, we'll talk later. Thank you. Very sweet of you. Hold on, drop. Bye, Lana. Good seeing you. So. Yeah. The guy I had selling the house was one of these... uh, you know, Hollywood uh, real estate guys, like moving and shaking. It's got a lot of, a lot of homes worth a lot of money. So is I he in mine, that show? I watched that show. Uh, he's in a, he's in, he's in a show. I don't know which one he's in. What's? Oh come on, bro. Oh man, can you text me his name or something? I watched the Millionaire Listings of L.A. No, that's not it. All right, then I wouldn't know him. Okay. By the way, folks, I only watch that because my wife watches it, and I want to spend some time with it, so I'm locked in. Go ahead. All right. So it was just better that we part ways and go with a new guy, guy that's a little bit more probably in this price range. Yeah. 
So we talked to him on the phone. Nice guy. Seemed hungry. Very passionate. And he's like, I can't wait to see the house. So I meet him at the house. And he's uh, super excited. He's like, man, I just got off the phone with my PR agent. And they love the house. And they love that you're a comedian. And what they told me, uh, what we could do is... We could hire a camera crew, and you could go through the house and kind of make like a funny video about the house and what you guys did to it. And I go, whoa, whoa, guy, guy. I said, this Barry Manilow when he lists a house, sing a song. About his house, in his house, to sell it. <laughs> I, said, I said, I ain't doing that, man. He goes, what? what why not? I go, you're going to sell the house. What the fuck? Am I, I'm going to hire you and I'm going to sell it. I'm going to do a video. What is this, Cribs? Yeah, I think. <laughs> you... I hire you, I go somewhere else, you call me, and I go, great, take it. We'll take it, yeah. This Uh is not, I hire you, and then I got to meet you back here tomorrow for a 7 a.m. call time so we could could do a 13-hour shoot and sell in the house. He's going to go, listen, Sebastian, I was up all night trying to figure out what room you should close with. <laughs> oh, God. oh I think at God. the end you end up in the backyard and go and this is the pool so do yourself a favor and be the one who gets to live and do the, and do a back plunge into the pool bro as the drone moves out with an aerial view wow wow <laughs> Sebastian's here Respect our home. And they get a signed video copy of that film (laughs) from you if they buy the house. Oh, my God. I was like, this is unbelievable, man. I never even heard of such a thing. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what they, they, they do crazy stuff now, these realtors. I watch it on those real estate shows to try and generate business, man. Get people talking. Yeah, but did you ever have the, the do they have the, have the client trying to sell the house on video? No, oh, no, but they have these little cutesy parties that they invite all the other realtors. But no, yeah, they, they don't get the client involved. I, I, everyone I've ever seen, though, they always go back to the client and go, we got we to gotta lower it. It's always... It's, <laughs> It's never, you're not going to believe this. You ask this, I got you that and another 30. Never. Never. This is what I, they, they always suggest, yeah, we're going to have a open house for the, for the, uh, for the brokers, right? Yeah. And I go, all right. And they're like, yeah, we'll serve, serve. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? You know, they're going to have a hors d'oeuvres and champagne. Well, why? Is that going to sell the house? No, it's a whole scam, I'm telling you. <laughs> they all just go from party to party. Yeah. 
And then they, and then if you happen to be there as the owner, you come in, they'll go, oh, really excited about it. I already, I already got some clients in some fucking fake city they'll give you. I got some clients in Rome looking for a place in LA, and this is perfect. It's walking, it's the, yeah. Where's the cheese? Is there any cheese? Yeah. <laughs> I know, bro. Yeah. You know what they all, they always say? What? And this is, this might not be in Fredonia. They, they, this, I've heard this time and time again. I have the perfect gay couple that would love this house. That's I've been oh. getting that. I've been getting that for two years. Oh yeah, <laughs> you should almost. I go yeah. I'd love to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that, that you know. And by the way, that's such a stereotypical term because that's implying this house is great for people that don't have kids. You know, yeah. <laughs> which Anderson Cooper, come on, man. They all got babies. What are you talking about? Yeah. Hawks and birds are not the only serial killings around here. Pete and Sebastian continue to murder the English language on a weekly basis. Welcome to Embarrassing Grammar. Well, like, like if I was president, I called to China. What's his, the guy's name? X, XI? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Holy shit. Right? So, however that's pronounced. It's pronounced Xi Jinping. Six letters. Difference between a well-dressed bicyclist. Sebastian means to say cyclist or biker. That movie I told you to watch, Contagion. Strike one. Hey, that movie I told you to watch, Contagion. Strike two. He'll say it differently again next time, but it's Contagion. And I'm still not gonna watch that fucking thing. Oh, is it Kirk... Kirk Ham... Hamlick or something? Pete is trying to say Kirk Hammett, the guitarist for Metallica. That shit's hot, man. Buy Amazon, so are those the ones at the warehouse? But if you get Nike, then they gotta call Nike. I don't know. Pete refuses to say Nike. Can you just go to Adidas? Certainly. Also, Puma is easier to pronounce. Yeah, now I hear you. The closest I've come to sex with my wife is when she washed the ass of my crack with the loofah sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Pete meant to say, ha ha, never mind, that's fine. If you want to be like the, the guy that's like, I told you guys, I was the one always preaching patience. No, you were the one preaching shutting down the garden? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm preaching about proper pronunciation, but you keep on sinning. Before our final lesson, let me just say, Beluga caviar is caviar consisting of the eggs of the beluga sturgeon, a fish. The beluga whale is just a small whale, a mammal. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Professor Maniscalco. With the caviar, is this uh, just any fish egg? It's whale eggs. Whale? Get the f whale eggs? Yeah. Each little nugget. Yeah, it's from a, well, it's from, the, the, I mean, a whale, I think, has a lot of eggs in the in the pouch 
Right. It's right. like it's like taking the eggs out of uh, you know, a fertile woman. Is that a type of whale, Belugula? <laughs> Lou. Oh, sorry, we don't have oh, Lou anymore. Oh, fucking, where are you going, guy? God damn, dude. What's this guy's name? Hank. Hank. <laughs> what did you ask? I was asking, is that a type of whale? I don't. Beluga whales, yeah. Oh, oh, well, hey, you know, <laughs> I didn't know you know your whales. He sure doesn't. That's all for today, class. Be safe out there. Later. And wear your fucking masks, please. Jesus, it's not that hard. I wear mine to protect you. I gotta, I gotta run something by a man to man. I'm, I'm watching. I've been watching a lot of movies lately, right? I'm watching the other night. Classic. I loved it before. Eyes Wide Shut. You ever see it? Stanley Kubrick, Tommy C, Tommy Cruise, with Nicole Kidman. Never seen it. Thought it was a little weird when it came out. It looked weird, and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch it. Yeah, no, nah, I hear you. We were younger back then. We wanted all the action movies, but it's a stunning film. I believe it was Kubrick's last film. It took him like two years to make. It's I've seen it a few times. I really like it. Right? Should check it out. You really should. As a as a as a thespian. So, by the way, I'm watching it again with Jackie. We both decided to watch it Saturday night, and she goes. Nicole Kidman's such a better actor than Tom Cruise, it's unbelievable. I literally had to pause and give it a look like, like as if she just said, Jesus Christ doesn't exist. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, come on, come on. Let's, let's tone it down. Tommy sees the... And then we put the movie back on for the next two hours. I couldn't not see it. Holy shit. He was getting out after it all over the fucking place. I'm like, put your hands down, Tom. Put them down. He's just always waving his hand. Then he does this. He's got to be sad. He's doing the fingers through the hair with the head down. That's my move. That's what you do when you can't act and you got to be sad. You just put your head down and go, is that long enough? Can I bop up now? <laughs> I thought, I'm looking at Kidman's looking at him mid-scene going, I am divorcing this hack as soon as this movie wraps. <laughs> and I love Tommy C. But she's just a phenomenal actress. Now, this brings me to my point, bro. And it, it bothered me when I watched it years ago, and it bothered me again last uh, Saturday night. She does this unbelievable monologue uh um, on her bed, hanging out with her husband, Tom Cruise, late night one night. And I'll cut it short, but she basically tells him, remember that night we stayed at the da-da-da hotel for a weekend? He's like, yeah. Remember that sailor that came in? There was three of them. And he's, Tom's like, no, I don't. She goes, well, I do. And I couldn't stop thinking about him. And I fantasized about him. And I laid in bed in that hotel that night and thought to myself, if he wanted to take me away, I would leave you and our daughter and go away with him. And it's so weird because I love you so much. And then he comes home and wakes her out of a dream, and she tells him she's giggling in her dream. And when he wakes her up, he's like, what was your dream about and stuff? He gets home late night, and she goes, I was dreaming about that sailor again, and we were fucking. And then we were fucking, and then I was fucking other men, and all these men were fucking me. And you were right there, and I was laughing at you, and I couldn't stop laughing while they were fucking me. And then you woke me up. That's when you woke me up. Now, <laughs> now, okay, first of all, he, he, he's obviously he grabs his wallet. And he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here for a second. Figure this shit out. Now, I look at Jackie. I go, this is a slippery slope because you didn't cheat on me. But 
you're out of here. I'm done with you, you... Bro, right? Would you ever forgive a woman for those words? Even if she goes, I'm sorry, I just wanted to hurt you with my words as bad as I could. I'd be like, whoa, you, you did it. Congratulations. You get half the shit. Shop around. Pick what you want because this shit's over. Is that forgivable? Bro, I didn't know how to. It's a tricky thing. It's a slippery slope. Well, do they have a good relationship up to this point and she tells them this or is it on the rocks? No, it's pretty magical. I mean, they're rich. They got a lot of money. They do. I mean, it starts off with her at this party, and he seems to be flirting a little too much with these two pretty girls, and she's flirting with a guy. So <laughs> you don't know what's what, but I'm just saying. Yeah, no, you can't come back from that. After she yeah. tells you that, you basically get your Toomey suitcase out of the closet, pack your underwear and your shoes, and you get the hell out of the house. I mean, <laughs> I'm right there with you. I mean, every time... Even if you forgive her, any time for the next 30 years, she moans in bed halfway through the night. I'm like, oh, she's fucking the guy again. She's fucking the guy again. <laughs> if she's like, I'm tired, I'm going to go to bed early. She wants to go to bed early so she can have more time dreaming about fucking the guy. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to drive me nuts. Just fucking all these men. I wanted to make fun of you, to laugh in your face. <laughs> this is the Pete and Sebastian Show. <laughs> Holy shit. By the way, I had our first uh, Rappaport Zoom pitch with a network. How'd it go? On Zoom. How's pitching over Zoom? That's what I'm bringing up, bro. For uh, Me and you, I we need the room. I need the room. I come up. First of all, we go to start the pitch. I look at everybody's box. Now, everybody's in their home office or at the very least their kitchen. I got the black backdrop, basically, that I got going here for the show, for the cast. But I got, I'm using my uh, Jackie's uh, laptop, because I mean her iPad, because she has a Zoom on it. And I got these bright lights on me to make sure everybody sees me and then when i plug in i literally look like you know when like uh the taliban or al-qaeda has a hostage and they make him <laughs> do a video for the family saying you know <laughs> send money i'm okay but i don't know how long i will be that's that's what i look like man my my backdrop and i'm i'm wondering am i already being judged even if they don't realize they're judging me for not having this, uh, you know, an office type backdrop as opposed to, because my things, bro, I'm trying to go like, don't, I'm not giving them anything else to think about behind me. No books, no posters. You look at my screen, all you're going to see is this Italian mug. Take it or leave it. And half Irish. I go with the way you're doing it. It's nondescript. You are the focal point. You could be in your home in Fredonia, or you could be in a studio in Philadelphia. We don't even know where you're at. I like the dark background. I would go with that, but I do have to tell you, do you ever get the Zoom where the people make up their background like it's like the Golden Gate Bridge? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, so on Zoom, <laughs> yeah, there's people now. What you could do is you could pick your background. So if you want to pick, uh, yeah, 
Niagara New Falls, York. baby. Anything. Yeah, Niagara Falls. You can have a photo behind you, right? <clears throat> yeah. So I've gotten on these Zooms <laughs> where I'm looking at the Zoom. And the way I've done my Zoom is I've done it a little bit more with the books in the background. It's more of a, it pops out at you. Because I look at the Zoom and I look at me and I go, am I popping out on this Zoom because I know that's me? Or am I popping off the page here because I've really curated my Zoom experience? Because some people, when you look at their Zoom you literally, they, they almost blend into the rest. Of like, you don't even know they're there, right? Because yeah. there's, there's no thought behind the, behind the, no lighting, nothing. Yeah. They just look like another shade of, of like, uh, the background that they're in, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, so you definitely got to look at your backdrop and like the accentuating office and whatnot that you have going. Yeah. But I like the way you're doing it too, where you're like, you know, there's no one's going, Oh wow. This guy's got three trophies from the NCA championship. <laughs> so the whole time you're pitching at the thing, I'm looking at your trophies. <laughs> yeah. Right. right? If you see any movement in the window in the background, you're like, what is that guy got a dog? What is he got going back there? <laughs> <laughs> right? So so now we're going to start the Zoom. It's me rapping, uh, the other writer and the producer, and we're waiting. Now, again, because it's Zoom, a guy pops on, and he doesn't even have a picture yet. And, and they're all talking to him about something with the network. I don't want to say the network they're at. And he's like, yeah, it's going good. And then he goes, so how are you guys? Right. And now I'm like, oh, man, I got my notes next to me. I go, it looks like we're going right into the pitch. And I'm like, but I'm looking at the guy's name at the bottom of the screen. I go, that's not any of the people listed in the meeting here. What are we? So what's going on? Right. So then his screen opens up and it's you see him and he's saying he's just somebody else. And we're waiting. But it makes me look at everyone else's name, which I didn't notice at the bottom of your screen. You have your name. Oh, God, yeah. I look at mine. It says Jackie Corielli. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you know what, you know what I see when I see that. Because I've seen, I've seen that too, where I, I pop on and they got the, I go, oh no, that guy don't even have a computer. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's obviously all right, bro. People are judging. You're making me realize. So now I got the black backdrop, which is a beige canvas curtain I spray painted with four cans of spray paint. I got uh, my wife's laptop that says, uh, like an iPad that says Jackie Corielli. And then the woman gets on who we're pitching to. Uh, by the way, this lady was so cool. Thank gosh, man. So she was really great, and that was cool. But in my head, I'm like, do I, uh, you know, just assume, because she read the script and stuff, do I assume that she knows it's my name's Pete? Or, you know, is she, is she probably going to look at the box, and she's going to call me Jackie. And go, Jackie, can you tell me a little bit more about the blah, blah, blah plot? And I go, then I'm going to have to fucking either just be Jackie, Jackie, for the sake of fluidity with this Zoom, or, you know, explain. So I go the opposite, as we're starting, I go, by the way, 
Uh, I'm Pete, not Jackie Corielli, obviously. <laughs> uh, using my wife's laptop, bro. I didn't know when you. I thought I didn't know when you got like you get Zoom personally. Like Jackie had Zoom on a thing, so I figured I'd log on to Zoom, and now I got Zoom. I didn't know. It yeah, was, it's like Skype. You know, like your name's on Skype. So if you if if Jackie used your that. computer, yeah. So so that was embarrassing, right? Now <laughs> now. Now again, this this is shit that wouldn't be happening if I'm in the room. I'd be looking good. I have a little pan, the hair just right. I'll have a comment that no one else thought of about the situation. But no, mm-hmm. this is so. Then and then, by the way, you start pitching, and like the other writer who is funny guy, and we have a great rapport. He's saying something, and then you ever do that like in a meeting, like a guy goes to say something about like uh. Like, let's say, hypothetically, he goes, yeah, it's really hot. And then maybe I lean in and go, you know, like the Arizona and the blah, blah, blah. You know, you add a little something funny. Oh, you're yeah. trying to do shit like that in a Zoom. It's like, da, da, da. And then my screen goes green and his doesn't. Everyone goes, what was that? P? I'm sorry. What did you say, P? I go, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, it's really hot. It gets really hot. It's <laughs> like, fucking, and you just sound like an amateur. Shit. It just doesn't have the vibe, right? Yeah. So then, thank God, halfway through, the lady's dog who we're pitching to is barking so loud that she goes, I'm sorry, I, you guys got to give me a second. My dog's barking so loud. I feel like somebody's breaking it. I'm like, oh, God, when are you ever going to be mid-pitch? And, and and it gets paused because the, the, the lady's dog, I'm like, can somebody come up <laughs> with a fucking cure for this Wuhan shit? <laughs> this shit is not working. Oh, I don't know if anybody's ever pitched and uh, during a home invasion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I halfway through the pitch, I learned you just got to do that. Uh, I mean, you go into the other guy and you go like, uh, you know, and Ken can fill you in a little bit on what we mean in that area. You know, and, and he throws back to you. So, my, uh, <laughs> so I got a Zoom question. When you're in a Zoom meeting like that, right, or a pitch like that, and there's multiple squares. Are you allowed to, if you're not talking, not be in your box for 30 seconds? Even though, like, if someone says, Sebastian, da da, and you go, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. But you're, you're just stepped out of your camera. Is that, or is that like rude? Are you literally like, it's as if you stepped out of the meeting? I think if you do a step away. To me, it's like, well, let's say you're doing a stand-up show. Yeah. Second second row, guy gets up, walks out. You assume he's going to the bathroom, right? Yeah. Or maybe he's going outside to take a phone call. Right. He doesn't stand up and go, excuse me, Pete, got to go take a piss. I'll be right back. You could continue out with your stand-up. So the Zoom is a smaller experience. So if you leave frame, especially when somebody's talking, and if it's just if if it's literally for like like this, yeah, yeah. And then you come back, I think you have to see a body part in order for the person not to excuse themselves. Oh. If they go off entirely, yeah, yeah. And I had this happen at the Zoom, you remember when we were doing celebrity Zoom? Yeah. Would people would walk yeah. away people would walk away all the time and then come back. But if it's a meeting where it's specifically about a pitch, yeah. and you leave you leave frame and I'm talking, I don't want to work with you. <laughs> that's a, that's what I figured. 
So I stayed on frame, but it's hard to what you have to do is you got you go you got to pretend as if you're in the room with these people. You know, uh, you wouldn't step out of frame to itch your nose. You deal with it in the room. You wouldn't touch your nose till the meeting ended and hope there wasn't something dangling. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, more to come. We'll see how that goes. Well, I hope that's uh, that's sold so you could sink your teeth into a project rather than sitting around the house trying to figure out what's going on with this coronavirus. This fucking bullshit, man. The, 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 way, the way now that, the, first of all, they're like, the, the numbers are spiking. Well, I don't know. The whole world now is out and about trying to get back to normal life. Did you expect the numbers to go down? Yeah, I know, right? Come on. It's not- By the way, I like how everybody now is like, oh, um, you know, don't hang around the older people. We're so concerned about the older people. How many grandsons or granddaughters are still hanging out with their grandparents? You know, it's like it's like <laughs> the way they make this sound is like these 21-year-old kids are hanging out with grandma and grandpa on a Saturday night. They see them once a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's it is tough though for some. Like I do see Jackie's parents sometimes, and but and, and listen, if you don't go, see you them, do, you do. I'm talking right. about 21 year old kids. Yeah. They're worried about the the 21 year old kids giving it to the grandfather. Oh, oh. And when the fuck do they see each other <laughs> at Christmas? I know. When I lived in the city, and my dad would call and say, "Your grandmother's coming out for the weekend. Maybe you could come out here and spend it." I'm like, "Oh, come on." I'm 23 years old. I live in New York City. Are you fucking kidding me? You know how many? I get like 50 Saturday nights a year, guy. This is a big ask. Why isn't she staying on a Wednesday? What is she doing coming to the house? I don't even say At 23 years old, grandma's coming over on Saturday night. Oh, really? I mean... <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about grandparents. You don't want to spend time with them. But what I'm saying is they're making it sound like 21-year-olds are literally going out and spending the weekend with grandma on the lake. <coughs> I know. I know. And I'll tell you what, though. I got a buddy who's informed. I know this is, listen, I got to tell you my information. But bottom line, my buddy was telling me that he was talking to a doctor he knows that has three patients already, three, that during this pandemic, they all live alone and they're a little older, they've gone crazy and they're all now in mental institutions. The isolation drove them mad. Three people. Wow. Right? That's... Yeah. Hey, you know, I could see that, man. It's, it's, you know, you've heard this time and time again that the pandemic is causing more problems uh, other than corona, whether it be mental illness, suicide, uh, obesity, diabetes. I mean, it's just, it goes down the list. Yeah. Uh, I just can't believe we're in the middle of the summer and this thing is still going strong. It's like, it's, it's, it's like uh, the, the two and a half months we spent inside and do nothing. No. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought this thing died if it got above like seventy-five. <laughs> Fucking thriving, man. It's thriving. <laughs> Shit. It's We're it's at it. I, I feel like it's got a fucking brain. <laughs> this damn virus. Where is Sigourney Weaver when you need her? 
That's that's who I want to see come on. A bald shaven Sigourney Weaver. All sweated up and fucking rip form going, you know what? Fuck Fauci, I got this shit. <laughs> oh god it's, damn. Bro, there's no content. I mean, you know, I watched uh, two nights ago from the beginning end. By the way, fantastic film. Uh Dirty Dancing, man. Wow, you're wow. really going back. Oh, the late great. I'm giving the sign of the cross. I'm even going to kiss the cross. Thinking about the late great Patrick Swayze. More than an actor, movie star. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, you got to check that one out. Jerry Orbach plays the father. He's a little too, like... Like, they go away to a camp for three weeks, a summer camp on vacation, and the Catskills takes place in, like, the 60s. And Swayze yeah. plays the dance instructor, but, you know, he's on the wrong side of the tracks. And all the waiters there are young boys at are home from Yale and Cornell, but his daughter likes Swayze, the dancer. You know, and Swayze's, like, going up to the father, going, like, oh, love your daughter, and da-da-da. And, uh... When I get older, man, if my daughter likes the wrong guy, I am going to nip that shit in the fucking <laughs> bud. Yeah. And they say if you do, they're going to do it behind your back. Nah, I'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Jackie said the other day, I go, I go all we got to do, I go, we got 11 more years to keep raising a good, give her a great childhood. I go, then we pay for college. I go, then we're done. What are we, heroes? Then we're done. We did our fucking part. <laughs> Right? And Jackie goes, well, then a wedding. I go, I'm only paying for that if the guy's not a dick. <laughs> You're not the person I thought you were, baby. I'm not sure who you are. Oh, God. How's Serafina, man? How's Caruso? How's the family? They're great, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's sad to see, you know, my my kid not playing with other kids and we went to the beach the other day uh, just for a cha- change of scenery. We're trying to go to Mexico. What do you think of that? I mean. Wow, man, I love Mexico. I love It's one of my favorite places in the whole world. Just being down there with a little frozen drink in my hand, nice upscale resort. Would you get on an airplane to come to L.A. to go to Mexico with us? Would you? Would you fly? Um, I would fly, but I, it's the Mexico part that I'm still a little concerned with as far as, uh, the drug cartels and stuff. I mean, you know, you don't think that they're worried about Corona. They're not staying inside. Yeah. I mean, you know, where we're going in, in Mexico with the, with the drug trafficking, my kid's worth a lot of cash right now. Seven year old with a light tan. Come on. <laughs> Hand is... Do you think that <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God, a Saudi think... prince would pay a billion dollars for my kid? Are you kidding me? I don't leave Fedonia until she's. Till she... <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> it's dangerous, guy, to go travel. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think the drug cartels are going? Hey. Don't move a lot of drugs right now, the coronavirus. Do, do you think that it's even on their fucking radar? No, I don't, uh, no. Do you? Like, do, I mean, you, do you think they're going, hey, hey guys, go deliver this cocaine to the other drug lord, but please wear a mask. <laughs> right. I mean, do you think they're doing it? <laughs> oh, they loaded, 
the cocaine onto the plane <laughs> with masks on. Complaining about each other, you know? Hector won't wear his mask. Oh my God, bro, this shit. We got a lot of edits. A lot of edits. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, I'm going to go for a hike. Oh, go for a hike, bro. We got to listen. Thank you to all the cast listeners. We really appreciate it. I'm going to go do some investigating right now on that bird strike on the tennis court to see what yeah. the hell that was. Uh, yeah, let us know. Fill us in. God rest the Hawks, man. Good hanging. <laughs> The show has ended. Hey, doesn't just gotta be sad. He's doing the fingers through the hair with the head down. That's my move. That's what you do when you can't act and you gotta be sad. You just put your head down and go, is that long enough? Can I bop up now? <laughs>